Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. And now, coming to you live from atop the Goldenrod City Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, Puckle TCG Cast! Hello, hello, Pokolonian, and welcome to episode 64 of the TCG Cast. Puckle TCG, TCG Cast, of course. Puckle stands for Pokemon Underground Champions League, a nonsensical name our fearless leader Thatch came up with, and we're just rolling with it. <laughs> we're back. It feels like an eternity since we've recorded a new show. That's because uh, November was quite a long month. I had actually five Thursdays, which means I had a little nice little holiday hiatus. But we are back, and we had a great show for you tonight. Now, I'm not going to be here sitting down pretending to give a show all by myself because I have two great co-hosts. First, some say that he was actually in all of the Star Wars movies. He was the Force. It's Gron. I am your father, Jushiro. <gasps> gasp. Loud gasp. <laughs> <laughs> and second, we have some say he's the only man who has found the last digit of or pie. It's it's basket. It's Z. <laughs> it's, it's Z. That's the last digit. <laughs> oh, nice. that's great. So welcome to the DCG, guys. What have you got been up to? It's been a while. It's been a while since I've actually had both of you on the show. So welcome back. I'm glad to have you here. So uh, let's start with you, Scrum. What have you been up to? Like, just Pokemon-wise or real-life-wise? Real-life-wise, if you want. Uh, this is us I, breaking the ice and just chilling out before we well, start with the hard work. Yeah. Uh, Pokemon-wise, been doing a lot of... Uh, I've been organizing, sort of trying to get people together to revitalize the VGC League scene. I see a lot of TCG people along the way, of course, but I'm not directly participating. But I do get to see a lot of stuff. I was in a TCG League for a while. Uh, real life wise, I've been kind of busy because I uh, for a few months because I had to study for the November law school admission test, and I oh, took nice. that. And in three days, I find out my scores. Don't ask me what I got. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know what I got. I don't want to tell anybody. That way, I'm protected either way. You know. <laughs> <laughs> you played the fifth. <laughs> uh, what about you, basket? What have you been up to? Um, I've actually been doing a uh, um, another Nuzlocke um, as far as Pokemon goes. 
Oh, which version uh, though? Uh, uh, sun, sun and Moon or Ultra Sun? No, um, I actually went back to uh, Oris. Um, oh. Yeah, I had an idea where, because you can get like the Pidgeotite, um, mm. like really early. And uh, so I was like, well, I'll just like have my starter Pokemon be a Pidgey and then I'll get the Pidgeotite and then it'll wreck face and it'll be awesome. Um, but then I realized that um, uh, <laughs> in the game where they... In- where they introduce Mega Pidgeot, um, his coverage is absolutely terrible. And um, I was just like, I did everything to get a Pidgey to get in there, like made sure he had like a decent nature and stuff to like start with. So I'd have some sort of advantage because Pidgey pretty much sucks. Um, Nah, you don't say. uh, What? You don't say. Oh yeah. (laughs) Um, And uh, yeah, so it, it, Basically, it just didn't work out. So then I started going, doing other stuff. And I actually, um, uh, a Pokemon that super surprised me was uh, um, I got like a one in a million chance. And I ended up with a uh, um, a Prankster. Um, oh, my gosh. I just forgot its name. Uh, Prankster Volbeat. Oh, right? yeah. Nice. Oh. And, it, and it gets um, uh, Tail Glow, like at a really early level. So it was... And if anybody's not familiar, Tail Glow, um, it increases uh, your special attack uh, mm. by three. By three? So, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So it's times three. So it's like a swords dance, but times three. Better. Yeah. Wow, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so this <laughs> this Volbeat was just wrecking face. And it was like, it, it was it was crazy. Um, Must like destroyed. Yeah, yeah. And I thought <laughs> I was just going to have it there to just like Thunder Wave something and then hope it didn't die and you know, <laughs> and now he's the strongest in your team. Yeah, yeah boss. pretty good. Unfortunately, Illumise doesn't have a, a light bulb on its rear end, so it can't exactly do the, abuse the same strategy. And it doesn't have prankster either. I think. Oh, maybe, it <clears throat> maybe it does. I think it, I think it does get prankster, but yeah, it doesn't have tail glow. I don't think. Um, <clears throat> and Volbeat's awake, uh, or the other one, Illumise is a way cooler design i think he looks like a little bug butler but anyways <laughs> uh i guess i'll stop there since this is a tcg cast <laughs> that's pretty good talk uh me i've I, honestly i've been too much into uh both pokemon Hex, let's go pikachu been playing a lot of that and i've uh, been playing a bit of a keeping up with pokemon as much as i can for for when i continue streaming pokemon uh right now we're taking a little bit of a break with um let's go However, I will be back with more Pokken, so stay tuned for that. Not to mention, I will be back as well with more TCG once the hype is over. But over, uh, other than that, I'm super hyped for Super Smash Brothers, which releases um, well this Friday or tomorrow if you're listening to this on Thursday. Um, so super excited for that! Can't wait to play it. I'm gonna main both Incineroar and Greninja because why not? And it's going to be uh, a lot of fun. So can't wait for Super Smash. Hey, who knows? Maybe I'll, I'll get to stream that a day or two on the. Puckle uh, Twitch. So, but that's enough of that. Let's go ahead and move on to our first segment, which is none other than the news. We only have one item to talk about, but boy, what an item it is. We'll be right back. (laughs) Live from the Goldenrod City Tower, it's time for Puckle News. And we're back 
with the news and something has been revealed and that is the full list for the next TCG set Tag Bolt which will be dedicated all about the new tag team cards. We've discussed the tag teams quite a bit here on the show since they were announced all the way back in the Pokemon Worlds. So we already know a little bit more of them, but now we have an actual full list of Tag Bolt. Tag Bolt includes a whole lot of tag teams, more than I expected at the very least. I didn't ex- I expected tag, te- tag teams to be like maybe two or three, kind of like secret rares or I don't know, like one of those, there's only two or three in the set, but mm-hmm. you know, and then they're, they're GXs and then they're, I thought it was going to be a little bit, something a little bit more rare. No, they, they really brought their game and bought, uh, and I think we have like six or seven tag teams, which is a lot more than I expected that to be. It's exciting. It and is not very to exciting. The glorious Magikarp Waylord. Hard to say. Where the Waylord is chasing after the Magikarp. Poor, poor, this is moments before Magikarp's death. Uh, definitely, so I, I don't understand how this is still kids. Now we're, we're <laughs> poor Magikarp. I mean, look, oh, if you guys don't know what we're talking about, the, the art on the Waylord Magikarp GX tag team card is pretty hilarious slash terrifying. You got a Waylord sucking up. As whales tend to do, sucking up all the water and a poor Magikarp is getting dragged in there. So it is pretty hilarious. Um, poor Magikarp. But other than that, there's a couple of cards and we wanted to go and talk a little bit at least about our favorite cards so far that, um, are going to be released with this set. Uh, let's go ahead and start with you, Scrawn. What's your favorite deck card from this that you can say? At least the one that catches your eye at the beginning. Well, mechanically, I really like Snorlax Eevee. Uh, I think it has a lot of potential in energy transference decks because uh, you're basically uh, the the move. Uh, what is it? Megaton Frenzy. If mm. this Pokemon has at least one extra energy attached to it, then the normal four colorless uh, draw cards until you have ten cards in your hand. We see how good drawing 10 cards is, so yeah. it seems pretty good to me. Uh, obviously, it's kind of countered by stuff like N or Judge, but I still think like 210 damage for, you know, just building a deck around it is pretty, it's decent enough, and the art looks cool. A happy little Eevee in front of the Snorlax trying to belly flop on you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I gotta say, is that a happy Eevee or a terrified Eevee? Yeah, and with HP 270. Eh, it's eh, it's not okay. It's not like gonna be see it play a lot, but I think that you could build a deck around it. You definitely. Could. Not... It, it hurts from being colorless and being weak to fighting, which right now there's a lot of power in fighting. We still have bus bus walled around, mm-hmm. and he always going to be rough on on normal types. And the fact that they can't take advantage of their weaknesses also of any weaknesses. It's, it's also kind of a drag. This particular Eevee and Snorlax GX is expensive. Uh, it does have its first attack Chiron, which it allows you for one collects attach uh, an energy card from one, from your hand to one of your Pokemon. It could be Snorlax or it could be anyone other. So it has somewhat of an acceleration there, although it costs us your turn, but it, it is very promising to be, I mean, it's a basic card with 270, HP. There's no other Pokemon, as far as I I know, in the whole game, in the whole previous sets history of the TCG that has ever had more than 250. I might be forgetting some special card that may have 300, but as far as I understand, 270 is the highest I've ever seen or I can recall. 
Um, so that's, that's pretty, pretty badass. Mine happens to be Gengar and Mimikyu. And now I'm going to be fair with you guys. I, ch I, I initially choose Gengar and Mimikyu because they happen to be two of my favorite Pokemon. However, I'm kind of interested in their attacks and, and they, they go a little something like this. Poltergeist, uh, for two psychics deals 50 damage and then your opponent reveals their hand. This attack does 50 damage for each trainer card that you find there. Trainer cards, as you guys know, tend to be half the deck of uh, of any deck, if not a little bit more, since they're more they're the most essential cards that you'll play other than Pokemon. And then its second attack, which is its GX attack, it's also very interesting. It costs one Psychic, but ideally you should have at least one more. Which, if you have two, which is perfect because you only need two for Poltergeist and you only need one for Horror House. Now, Horror House GX says your opponents can't play. Your opponent can't play any card from their hand during the next turn. Now, this is where things get cute. If this Pokemon has at least one extra Psychic Energy attached to it, in addition to its attack cost, aka two, one plus one more, each player draws cards until they have seven in their hand. <laughs> yep, you can't. Yeah, you can't use more than one GX attack, of course, and then weakness to psychic and fighting. That's like waving a biscuit in front of a dog. Yeah, no, you're you're obligating your opponent. You're setting up your opponent already for for failure. You're you're making him draw <laughs> cards. If he has done, then he's basically you know he's in a whole lot of trouble. He's drawing upon seven on his turn. He can't use any of the seven cards he just draw. Um, yeah, and then when it comes back to you, you can use Poltergeist, and then you have seven beautiful cards to see. Eight which of them, eight exactly, because he has minimum. Technically, they yep. could have more. They could have more. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's a great, great ability. Uh, I'm sorry, great attack. Uh, I, I'm very interested in Gengar Mimikyu. Do two psychics on a 240 basic. That's pretty fast. That's that's like ready to go on turn two. So it's pretty scary. And imagine Gengar fully powered with a poltergeist on turn two when your opponent barely has played any of his hands, right? Mm. Uh, oh, he has all his cards still on him. It's, it's, I love it. I really do. Uh, Basket, which one do you like? All right. So, and we did not plan this, but all of ours are tag teams. Um, just because, I don't know, I, they're, they're fun. They're, they're fun. They really are. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I chose uh, Venusaur and Celebi GX to grass with uh, 270 HP as well. Nice. Um, Good chunk and, of uh, HP. It's, uh, um, I like it because, <laughs> all right, so the first attack for a grass and two colorless, um, Pollen Hazard, 50 damage. Your opponent's active Pokemon is now burned, confused, and poisoned. Um, I think that's awesome because basically you're doing um, pretty much guaranteed 80, even though it's 50 damage. Yeah. Um, because it's when you're turning back onto your opponent. So you'll be hitting them with that. Um, so that'll add the damage up to 80. If you have a, um, a choice band on there, then you're hitting um, 110, um, which is a solid two-hit KO. Um, and because it's going to burn and confuse and poison, um, every time you hit, um, it's really awesome. So, so it's essentially a base 80 damage. Um, and then yeah, like, I said, it'll turn it into a 110 with the uh, choice band. 
Um, mm-hmm. And the GX move um, is awesome because it's 270 HP and um, it completely heals it um, and hits them for that sweet, sweet mark of 180. Mm-hmm. And that's 220 with a choice band. So this thing can take out most GXs um, uh, with a two hit KO the first time. And then if you do, and then if they're hitting you back, then you can heal all the damage they just did and do 220 back in their face or sorry, 210, Mm -hmm. 220 with the choice band, right? Yeah. 210. 210. Yeah. And hit them right back in the face with 210 damage. Um, and that's awesome. Not only that, but also if you have the extra grass energy attached to it, which would mean to three grasses and two colorless, you get to shuffle your whole discard back onto your deck. It's basically Lysander's trump card in a GX attack. This card is really cool, and I personally think it's really cool because of the flavor. Like, think of the Pokemon that's in this. Celebi? Celebi mm. reverses time. Oh, That's what's happening in Evergreen yeah. GX. It's yeah, healing yeah. all the damage. It's putting all the cards you've used the whole game back. It's resetting things, and I think yeah. that's great. That is uh, awesome. Mechanically, yeah. this card looks like it could have some major trouble with against denial decks, like with a lot of enhanced hammers and such. Mm. So I personally oh. wouldn't run it, but the flavor that is on point. Yeah, yeah. I just, I just love the idea of. <laughs> being burned, confused, and poisoned, and then <laughs> all you need is to paralyze them, and you have the full combo. Of course, you, I don't think yeah. you can paralyze and confuse at the same time. That's, that's... And the cool thing, and confu- uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but the cool thing about the confusion is you're is you're gonna if they try to attack, you're gonna be adding more damage onto them anyway. Yeah, they have to flip to attack, and if it's a tail, they get. Uh, I think I believe it's thirty damage. It's yeah, the ruling so... they changed that recently. Is uh, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So I mean. This, I haven't done the uh, um, the math for two turns of that going back to you with all that on there, but it I mean it adds up really fast, and I think that's just awesome. And it's it's a super fun thing. And Venusaur and Celebi are both super cool. And uh, I wanted to bring up the three prize card thing real quick mm-hmm. because yes, so if they take this out, the opponent does get three prizes. Yeah. However. Um, <clears throat> Uh, if this works out the way that, like I'm imagining it would, where you're up against a GX, which is going to be taking two, and they can't take down your 270 HP, then you're essentially taking four while risking three. Yeah. So yeah. to me, that's an okay. Uh, um, I mean, I'm not going to go to worlds <laughs> with this, you know? <laughs> of course. <laughs> like nobody is. But um, to me, that's like. A decent enough risk for me. And, the, and considering that these cards have a large amount of HP. And if you're very player conscious, if you're, you're conscious of your weaknesses during play and you can see any one hit, because it's difficult to come out, for example, Venusaur, it's difficult to come out with more than 270 um, damage to be able to knock him out by surprise out of nowhere. Um, yeah. Unless you're placing Pacifalon, which we'll get to him soon. Um but unless that, but that, but that's because but uh, I can never pronounce that Pokemon's name. So Bacifal. the clown one, the clown <laughs> Pokemon, uh, it. I must just call him it from now on, so I don't have to have you know create a hernia here trying to pronounce it every time. So if 
it is it's fire type, so it's understandable that it will knock easily knock out Venusaur, but not any any every fire Pokemon can. There's still Acerola in the game. Acerola can just bring it back to your hand with everything that it's attached to it. Oh yeah. And then yep. you just prevented your opponent from knocking out your big uh, yeah. attack team. And there's other cards that exactly do the same as well that allows you to either put your card back into your deck and shuffle it back in your deck. There's a way to. The good thing about these tag teams, yes, they're a huge, like I said in the last episode, they're just a huge high reward, high risk pool of cards because, yeah, they're high uh, reward. You, you have a 270 basic doing plus 150, 200 damage each turn. Um, but if they, if they die, that's the risk. You basically are losing half your game right there. It's th- that's three of your prizes. That's half of your prizes. But you can see you if you playing it playing them right, you can see that coming in and you can avoid it. But of course, you never know, and that's what the magic of TCG and the fact that <laughs> I might be completely wrong and these tag teams are actually not going to be played at all. <laughs> but well, time will tell. I'm Is definitely going to play them because they're going to be a lot of fun. But I'm I'm not like <laughs> like I said before. This isn't something you take to worlds, but this is a lot of fun. Yeah. Is there a card in the meta that th- can reliably accelerate grass energy? Because uh, um, I think that could be a major factor with this card's success with like Acerola and such. I want to say yes. In particular, I mean, I'm going to have to review. I don't remember right now. I haven't played grass in a while. I do know that the Venusaur, no, that's no longer in rotation as well. Um, I don't know. That's a good question. Uh, we'll come back to that. Mm-hmm. Okay, now, speaking of coming back to that, we're not going to come back to it because we're going to move on to the next segment of the uh, of the TCG cast. But before we go, how, how excited are for you for ta- uh, tag team cards and tag bolt? And do you expect them to do anything? And I'm not talking about winning necessarily worlds, but do you expect them to have any type of, you know, uh, actual significance in the format that we're playing right now do you Com- see them being like g- next gx for competitively la- i see um gengar Mimikyu for yeah. sure yeah that's the yeah. only one that i can see like being in like competitive and like actually working um but uh um yeah well maybe pikachu and zekrom because of zero aura and the free retreat cost and such that is pretty mm. good um i but like you know, it's still the three prize card risk is pretty significant. Um, I don't know how we can deal with that, you know? Yeah. Um, but also, I want to point out that there are a few other cards that um, we don't have the time to get like through or anything like that right now. But um, there are a few cards in uh, Tag Bolt that are pretty cool. Like there's, for instance, an Articuno. Um, oh, yeah. <clears throat> That uh, can uh, prevent the effects of um, uh, supporter cards done to bench Pokemon just with its ability. And it's a basic. So there are some cards that uh, in here that are really cool that could have an, uh, a much bigger effect than the tag teams um, uh, on the meta. Oh, no, for sure. I think the there's other stars in this tag, not to mention, like, we have the Blasters. Basically, Rain Dance Blastoise again, although not exactly uh, like Rain Dance Blastoise. But we have a Blastoise that allows you to grab energies uh, from your deck uh, onto your um, Pokemon uh, in any way you like, which is we all been waiting on an accelerating uh, Blastoise, energy Blastoise. So it's going to be great. We also have that Charizard, which I was actually looking at, which is actually quite 
awesome. Yeah, I like. Yeah, I like. Yeah, that the the attack the ability is addicting drive. Um, once during your turn before you attack, you may put two damage counters on this Pokemon. If you do, search your deck for up to two fire energy cards and attach them to this Pokemon. Shuffle your deck and then continues Blaze Ball for two fire. Does thirty. Plus, discard all energy cards from this Pokemon. This attack does 50 damage for each card you discarded this way. It has potentially to do a regular of 130 damage, as it can do if it has 4 energy on it. It can do 280 uh, and 30, sorry, and 30 damage. And its ability will continuously um, ramp him up again. And it has 150 HP, which allows it to survive a little longer than than it normally would. So it's actually not a bad charm, a Charizard. So this set is pretty exciting. Obviously, we don't have time now to review the whole set, but yes, stay tuned because this one might be a big one. Now, enough about that. It's time to move on to Topical Beach, where we're gonna discuss the meta so far, as well as hmm, decks, decks we wish would actually were better. We'll be right back. Grab your ice-cold Corsola Cola and pull up a chair. It's time for Tropical Beach. And we are back and welcome. You might be feeling the wind in your face, the sun in your eyes, and the sand under your feet. It is Tropical Beach and we're here to first... We're going to discuss, catch up. What's going on in the meta? I feel that it's been so long for me between the hol- Thanksgiving holidays and everything in between that I haven't been able to keep track until recently. So it's good to sit down right now and just talk about how's the meta doing? What new decks has popped out out of nowhere? Well, let's go ahead and discuss just that. We have three major tournaments in the past, I would say, 15 days. <laughs> um, so we've had the regional uh, in the regional in Renaki, Virginia, which is our U.S. regional uh, in Virginia. That was uh, super fun. We're gonna discuss a couple of decks that came out of that. We also had the, and I might be murdering this name, Brisbane regional over yeah, in Australia. Bris- Bris- Brisbane, yeah. Brisbane. Okay, there we go. In Australia, we also had that. A, a couple of very interesting deck came out of there, and we're also going to discuss that. In between, featuring one, get this, Grand Bull. It's going to be super cool. Oh! <laughs> and last, <laughs> Grand Bull. We had two in Japan, but we're going to discuss only the Champions League in Nagata, Japan, and they're the best deck that has ever laid upon us. Yeah, you're not you're not biased at all because I'm Jolteon in it. <laughs> the best deck that has what just flown from heaven and landed onto this mortal yeah, realm has yeah, arrived, yeah. and that is Jolteon Saptos, and we're definitely going to talk about that. Uh-huh. But let's go ahead and rewind and take a plane back to US and talk about the Renaki Virginia, where we have two main decks that we wanted to talk about, and that is. Uh, one containing the winning deck, if I'm not mistaken, and that is the Garvador, the Garvador, uh, Swamp Perk Alone Nine Tails deck. So let's go ahead and talk about this one real quick. This one was piloted by uh, Jimmy Pendarvis. Uh, congratulations on the first place there in the Virginia Regionals 2018. And this is what the deck basically consists of. Its main attacker is Gardevoir GX, which basically you guys are already very familiar with this guy at home. This is the one that has the Secret Spin ability that you may attach a Fairy Energy from your hand to one of your Pokemon once during your turn or as many Gardevoirs you have in play. And it has Infinite Force, which deals 30 uh, damage plus 30 damage for 
the amount of energy in both active Pokemon, it can do crazy uh, uh, lot of damage. Now, this is now found a nice little marriage with a new inclusion to the fairy family, and that is Alolan Ninetales GX, but the fairy version. Now, this version contains Mysterious Guidance. Mysterious Guidance uh, allows you that when you play this Pokemon from your hand to evolve one of your beautiful Alolan Vulpix, you may search your deck to up to two item cards, reveal them, and put them into your hand. This basically allows you to search whatever item cards you need. You need an Ultra Ball, you need a Field Blower, you need a Choice Band, you need whatever you need. Ninetale is your girl. She will find it for you. Marrying that with the one of those powerhouse draw supporter, so much power that its ability is literally called power draw. <laughs> Once during your turn, you may discard a card from your hand, and if you do, draw three. Not two like, you know, tiny little Sotoar GX that can only manage two. This one manages three, but it's, of course it's a stage two, and that is where it's a little bit more balanced. Um, and this allows you to draw a lot. Now, uh, two other cards that are here that are make this deck super fun, and that is Solgaleo GX, and if you're thinking to yourself why this deck suddenly has a metal Pokemon attached to it, no worries. Uh, Shiny Main uh, Solgaleo GX is there for its ability, which I just said the name, and it's your Pokemon in play have no weakness, which allows any metal Damage that could cause Gardevoir and Alone Ninetales to die quickly. It is protected. Not to mention that both its attack are colorless base as well. And just because I have to do the honorable mention. The almighty evolution ditto. Prism Star which is the ditto that can evolve into whatever Pokemon you need it to evolve. Uh, well, stage one at the very least. I so, can be whatever you want me to be. <laughs> talking about bringing the breeding ditto into the TCG, they somewhat <laughs> did it in a, in a different type uh, type of light. Mm. Now, this deck, for what we see, we saw, it's all about providing what you need super quick between the Alolan Ninetales and the Swampert. You're allowed to draw incredibly fast, and then you have Gardevoir there, which uh, does heavy damage with all the energies attached to it. What do you guys think about this deck, guys? Uh, do you like it? Do you not like it? Give me your two cents of what you know. Uh, as far as decks go, I'd consider this a mid-range deck. You know, it's not too fast. It's not too slow. It's definitely faster than a lot of the other decks in the meta. Uh, but I don't think it's, you know, all or nothing all in. It has things to fall back on. It has a long game. Yeah. It has a lot of draw. It has a lot of uh, dumping energy onto stuff with Gardevoir and such. And finding your items with Alola Ninetales, getting stuff with Tapu Lele. It, it's a really solid deck. Like, I personally don't like the theme, and that's often how I build decks, but it seems pretty good. Nice. What about you, Basket? Um, I pretty much just mirror, like how Scrawn feels, like, in a more concise way, like, the engine just seems like it works really well and runs pretty straight. Um, but uh, it is, it does seem slower than, like, typically um, uh, a Gardevoir deck would go, because it's not like, it, it doesn't seem to me like an all-out attacker, um, but it's it's really cool and it has a nice, uh, it has a, a fun, interesting engine. It does. I like to think of it now that you guys say that, uh, that it's kind of like, oh, it's, 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 it looks like it might be needed to set up, but once it's set up, it's super quick and powerful. This is basically the Bowser in the Mario Kart 
type of deck. It's slow at the start. You have to get you know get those engines revving. Uh, you need to evolve. I mean, it contains a couple of stage twos. Uh, and uh, and even uh, a couple of stage ones, and you have to really accelerate with it. But once it hits that top speed, nothing can stop you or slow you down because you're this, so heavy and powerful. That's how I see this deck. This deck is really uh, a deck that would not be able to exist without Professor Elm's Lecture, which mm. was introduced recently, I believe. Mm. And yes. that that card just really shines here because you're able to grab whatever you need yep. from Ralts, Mudkip, Vulpix, Cosmog, and Ditto. And you just lay them out on your... Well, you bring them to your hand, then you put them on your bench. So, it seems pretty good to me. Yep, it is definitely an amazing deck. I mean, it won first place, so congratulations to Jimmy Pendarvis. Um, That's one of the decks, but we have another one, guys, from that same regional, and that is one that we've actually seen this coming. We saw this making uh, a a lot of waves in Japan on its way here, and it's finally arrived, and needless to say, it did have the effect we thought it would, and that is pretty good effect. Basket, let's talk about it, the deck. All right, now we've got Blacephalon, GX, and Naganadel. We start with a total of seven Ultra Beasts to power up Naganadel GX. Everyone should pretty much be familiar with that. That had a showing a few times. And it has uh, Alolan Muck to shut down abilities for the basics. The real yeah. star of the show is uh, Blacephalon. Yeah, that Basically, monster. Deck to just, what? That monster. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Basically, um, this deck is built to destroy the fire energies in order to get Blacephalon ready to go and take out everything. And then by the time you uh, your opponent gets down to, or sorry, you get down to three prize cards, then you throw up baby Naganadel and power it up with the Heat Factory Prism Star card, and it's just ready to go and wreck face. Yeah. I mean, Mind Blown does 50 times the energy you you shove into the Lost Zone that way, and it can be from any of the Pokemon. That's that's a really powerful attack. Um, yeah, it's you, insane. Yeah, you, you destroyed three, and I, we, we're using the basic destroy. <laughs> it's sent to the Lost Zone, but you guys know, uh, will know when we say destroy what it's we mean. It's been exiled. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, there we go. Um, yeah, I mean, four energies means 200 damage. Uh, it, you only need three to do 180 if you have a choice pen on this uh, Blacephalon, which the deck uh, actually doesn't include. But, you know, it does so much damage on its own, though. It's really good. What about you, Scrum? What do you think? I think that this deck uh, has a lot of potential right now. Well, obviously it has potential because it got first place in a tournament. I think it's good right well, second place at Roanoke. I think this deck is good right now because of all the fire weaknesses running around. Mm-hmm. And Mosephalon is one of the few Pokemon that can actually capitalize on that. Yeah, Fire has been lacking a really powerful f- attacker for a while. We've had a few, don't get me wrong, we've had a few come in. We have had a Volcanion not too long ago. Blaziken, kind of yeah. subpar though, you know? But Blaze, uh, Blacephalon is definitely the type of triple A attacker that we've been waiting for on the attack, uh, on the fire type, which desper- desperately needed one. Um this is a great deck. I really like it. Uh, it's one of those decks. It's like a quarter of it is all energies. 
a little bit over a quarter of it is all energy, so I kind of love the, those decks. So this capitalizes on just having a lot of energies because you're going to be destroying a lot of energies. You're going to be just knocking out a lot of people. So fire is back, guys. You got to now prepare. It's back, baby. For what, yeah, for what fire can do to you guys. And bless Vasephalon does not hold back. Now. We're going to move from the U.S. and take a plane over to Australia. We're going to discuss two decks from that one. Take it away, Skrong. What's our first one? This one is my favorite. It is Zoroark Decidueye. Mm, right. It's back. Yeah. One's talking it, about coming back from the dead. Decidueye GX. Good. Yes. It is good. Like, <clears throat> especially with Professor Elm's lecture. This is another deck that's just like, what? crazy with it because you got 60 hp uh basic mm -hmm. it's just a sweet spot this deck is like the epitome of what the pokemon tcg has in the long game right now i think because you get these decidueyes that you set up on the on your bench with your zoroarks and then you just kind of like stall the opponent for a little while and then you start laying on the damage on multiple avenues and then suddenly all at once they're gone mm-hmm in, uh, the, okay, let me better explain. You get uh, you have counter gains and counter catchers in this deck. This deck is meant to last a long time without taking taking anything out because you got Decidueye slowly putting damage on things. Yeah, so this deck is really good because it, unlike a lot of decks, it focuses on taking things out slowly, so you can better capitalize on cards like counter gain and counter catcher. Uh, so like. Uh, counter gain reduces retreat cost, but only if you have more prize cards remaining. And counter catcher, of course, can uh, switch out an opponent's bench Pokemon if they're active Pokemon without having to flip a coin, but only if you have more prize cards than your opponent. This is really good with stuff like the Situai and Alola Ninetales, which can sort of pick off Pokemon on the bench. Uh, a good way to counter this deck is just having a lot of Acerolas, but most people don't run more than one. So as long as you, you know, get your Professor Elms lecture early, you get out a Zorua, a Rowlet, and a Vulpix, then you're pretty much set for the rest of the game. It's a really solid deck. It really capitalizes on the current state of the meta, and I think that has a lot of variety. It's really cool. I agree. It's definitely a deck. It's, it's, it's capitalizing on Decidueye's comeback, being able to snipe from the bench, uh, it's something good to see once more. And not to mention that Star Sodor GX, and no one has to tell you how much Sodor has left a mark in the TCG right now. It's a very strong and reliable deck, not only <laughs> as an attacker, but also as a drawer. So it's, it's, it's definitely a deck that is constructed for, it's constructed to, um, tackle every environment, <laughs> as you say. Um, cause this CGI will consistently deal damage as long as you set it up. And then you have Sodorak will consistently make, uh, allow you to draw cards, which just consistency, I guess, is the name of this deck. Yeah. And let's not forget about that Alola Ninetales. That's like making sure you get your the item hit. cards, right? Making sure you get those rare candies. And, and remember those, it also includes the Prism Star Ditto, the, um, Almighty Evolution. Let's not. Mm -hmm underestimate the power of that ditto that ditto can transform with that where rare candy can transform to either all of any of these pokemon right do you need a decidueye well you can get a decidueye gx if you do uh rare candy and evolve them you can do sodor gx you can do nine tilts gx without the rare candy it's it's definitely a very powerful card actually mm -hmm. i don't think you can use a rare candy on ditto so let me just 
rewind that, but you get my drift. You can still get a Lamentos, uh-huh. and you can still get a uh, Sotoart GX. Um, so it's 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 great. <laughs> it's definitely great. It, it's great. Yeah, I really like the state of the TCG right now. It's fun. But is it as fun as the next deck <laughs> no, we're going to talk it about? Is not. <laughs> it is not. Take it away. Uh, we're talking about. Bramble of all Pokemon, there is not a single GX card in this deck, and I love which it. I love, and I know Sublime will love that too. He's this a big guy, fan of fifth place at GX Brisbane, uh, twenty eighteen. Uh, Grand Bowl. If you don't know what it does, it has a one uh, one energy fairy with fairy energy attack all out thirty plus. If you have no cards in your hand, this attack does one hundred and thirty more damage. And, of course, the idea is to use that attack and go all out. Uh, This deck is built entirely around carefully cultivating your hand. You have Macargos in it in order to determine what will be coming up next so you don't get stuck with too many supporters. You have very few supporters in the first place. Uh, Mm -hmm. You only have 10 supporters in the whole deck, which is a pretty small amount for uh, a deck nowadays. It's generally going up to, you know, 13, 15 supporters per deck. Um, And you have, you know... Stuff like what? What is the other thing that discards stuff here? Oh, is Ultra it... Balls discards cards from yeah, your hand. Ultra Mysterious Treasure allows you to also discard them. You got your um, you you got it has a lot of uh, tools because tools are just feel. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, Choice Band has uh, it has so many things. It's it yeah. really is a deck constructed purely on making sure that you do not have cards on your hand by the end right. when, by when you're attacking yep you have that macargo orangaroo and zebstrika to maintain close control over only having four cards at a time and to quickly go up to a reasonable amount and then go back down whenever you're ready to attack it's really cool it really is. Uh, what, Braska? Do you have any uh, any say on this Grand Bull deck? Anything that ca- catches your eye? I just love it. I love I love fun gimmicky decks, and when they work, it's it's so it's it's amazing. It's this so deck is super low budget too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think it would cost maybe thirty bucks to build, Ma- even maybe, and that's yeah. and that's counting if you don't have it. it well, no, if you don't have anything that this deck might cost you more but mm-hmm. if you have like if you've been catching up and buying cards and you just need to like it, it will cost you next to nothing to construct this deck yeah and it may even become better yet that's one that's a really cool thing because i don't see something that necessarily causes this deck's you know power to plummet maybe except maybe higher hp pokemon mm-hmm. higher than what is it uh 260. It does yeah. 190 with a choice band, though. Yeah, man. that's crazy. That's a lot of damage for mm-hmm. one measly stage one non GX Pokemon. Yeah, like for this one is energy, no room. less. Looking at it, like I might at some point pick this up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, Steel, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe Steel right now is kind of like phased out. Like they do have the uh, um, it, the Soul Galeo, but he's not really an attacker. Steel has so many good cards, but there's no real deck right now that is doing the rounds and winning tournaments uh, like we expected. We were all talking about this Meta Apocalypse, Meta Apocalypse, uh, whatever you pronounce it, um, 
that was coming because there were so many metal, good metal cards coming and so much support for metal and everyone was terrified of metal and you now have Gardevoir and Granbull winning tournaments and it's like, where's the metal I suppose we have? And there are good metal decks. It's not like there's no good metal decks. They're not, they're just not being played. Maybe with the, uh, and, and of course, uh, maybe Blasiphalong has something to do that with that right I now. I was actually, I was actually just going to say that. I think the reason why Grand Bull is like being able to do what it's doing right now is because of Blasiphalong, because Blasiphalong is tearing away him. all of the, uh, metal, metal cards. That could be, that could very well be. Um, and that's how uh, Fairy uh, gets its uh, little hole it can push through in through the meta because metal uh-huh. is being kept checked thanks to Blacephalon. Um But of course, none of that matters. Nothing. Nothing matters. Everything that we've discussed so far <laughs> in the history of humanity doesn't really matter because the next deck... It's the deck that came from the heavens to, for our salvation. And that You're is... a ridiculous person. Uh-huh. You're a truly ridiculous right. person. It is it's a, a spiky <laughs> ferret, Gushiro. It's not a big deal. He's not even the main attacker. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's uh, it's Zapdos, Jotian, GX. It's a deck that uh, it has been played quite a lot in, um, actually, in the Champions League Nagara. Jolteon Sapdos made one, two, three, four, five, six. It, it, it played a lot. Like this was a deck people really thought was gonna do something because it's all over the whole tournament. It was played at least forty percent of the people that played in this tournament played Sapdos with either Jirachi. I mean, it's the same deck, Jirachi Jolteon. Uh, they. It it the real difference between them is how many Jirachi, how many Jolteons do you decide to put on it? The one that I decided is, of course, is the Tomoki Yamada, which is the third place winner of the tournament. And uh, and notice that uh, it didn't win first place, and I'm not gonna we're not gonna mention the first two because it was good old Sodorak like uh, like um, like Rock and uh, Ultra Malamar, uh, and uh, we know all about those decks already. Mm-hmm. But Jolteon sapped us. Now, let's talk about this, baby. What is so good about Jolte- Jolteon and Sapdos? Well, let's go through the Pokemon. Josap, no one's going to say Sapdos, and I instinctively started with Jolteon because I don't know what's wrong with me. Now, it's a stage, it's a basic Pokemon, Sapdos. It has one attack, only one, one energy, one lightning energy. It does 10 plus. It says if this Pokemon was on your bench and became your active Pokemon this turn, this attack does 70 more damage, meaning it does 80 damage. This attack isn't affected by weakness, so it can only do 80 damage. And you might be saying, but Shiro, it only does 80 damage and you have to switch in? Well, well, hold your horses. There's a lot more <laughs> uh, than that. That's where the support comes in. Jolteon, which is the Jolteon GX, has three attacks. It's about the two important ones, of course, is the uh, first and the GX. The first attack, Electric Ballet. For 30 damage, for one Lightning, it does 30 damage to one of your opponent bench Pokemon as well. So it's much like Buzzworld. Um, it does 30 to the active, 30 to the bench. We've already established it's a great attack to do. It's quick and it's really reliable. Its GX attack is really interesting. Speed Run GX does 110 damage for a Psychic and a Colorless. Pretty cheap of so Jolteon keeping up with being uh, the fast Pokemon that he is. It's a, does, it's a, a Colorless and a Lightning. Oh, what did I say? It's Psychic. 
Oh, sorry. Yeah, no, I meant um, a lightning and, and colorless. And it does 110 and this prevent all damage and effects from attacks done to this Pokemon during your opponent next turn. What does that mean? It means that even if your opponent switches his Pokemon, he still can't damage Jolteon. So um, it's actually a very awesome, very powerful move. Um, I like it. It is. Uh, Guzma does get around it. It does, because, but it won't hurt Jolteon. Right, mm-hmm. if he Guzmas right. and puts a different Pokemon, then yes, they completely. But many people are always iffy on the on your next turn. Your your uh, your opponent's defending Pokemon cannot attack or something like that. You switch around and you can still attack. Jolteon does mm-hmm. get around that by saying no. Any Pokemon you put in front of Jolteon will not be able to affect them unless you switch out Jolteon. Now, with that, we also have Seraora, and you say, okay, so Sapta switches around, and then Jolteon does damage. Uh, and protects itself from damage, but what's what's how do you switch around? Well, Serora GX, new legendary that was uh, recently revealed, it's also lightning. It has thunderclap zone. Each of your Pokemon that has any lightning energies attached to them has no retreat cost. That's ensure you that can always trans uh, s- switch out those Sapdos. You don't have to worry about Jolteons because my baby boy always has zero retreat cost. Up top, Jolteon. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you just high five yourself. I heard that over the mic. That was awesome. Uh, that was awesome. Now we also have G- <laughs> Jirachi. Uh, uh, the new Jirachi as well it has the ability Wish Star, as always. That's a theme in good old Jirachi. Now this one has a little twist on it. Once during your turn, if this is your active Pokemon, you may look at the top five cards on your deck. Choose one trainer card you find there, reveal it, and put it onto your deck. Shuffle the remaining cards back into the deck. Then this Pokemon is asleep. Now, you can only do this once a turn, and you can only do it when your Jirachi is in the active, but that's why you attach a Lightning Energy, and Soroa will allow it to retreat call, uh, retreat out, uh, out of it, so you can put Jirachi out, use the ability, and then retreat it to either Sapdos, preferably Sapdos, and the Jolteon. And last, but certainly not least, uh, and this is a nice little card that I wanted to discuss, and that is Tapu Koko Prism Star. Tapu Koko Prism Star has a HP, an attack, and an ability. And the only thing you should care about is ability. Ancestor Stance. Once during your turn, if this Pokemon is on your bench, you may attach one Lightning Energy from your discard pile to two of your bench Pokemon, then put this Pokemon into the Lost Zone. So it comes in, provides the energy, and then says so long, everyone, and just walks towards the sun uh, in, <laughs> in the background. Um, it's really nice little energy acceleration there uh, for just one go. It's it just seems so funny. You play it, you use the ability, and then it's gone. <laughs> it's 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 awesome. Now you still this might be asking yourself, be... huh? Here it goes. Here it goes. <laughs> you still might be asking, but you like sure? Like core, yeah. <laughs> you sure? You still haven't clarified how 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 is a Sapdos doing eighty maximum damage? Be any good? Well, that's when the items and the trainer cards come in. In this aspect, we're going to talk about Electro Power. Electro Power, during your turn, your Lightning Pokemon attacks do 30 more damage to your opponent's active Pokemon. May I remind you that Electro Power is an item card, not a supporter, not a tool. It is an item card you play, you give another 30 damage. You play two of them, that's an extra 60 damage. You play all four of them in one turn, that's 120 extra damage that you're adding to your lightning Pokemon. That includes Jolteon, that includes Sapdos, that includes Serowara. Hey, heck, it even includes Tapu Koko Prism Star if you want to attack with it. 
who am I to judge? Not only that, Thunder Mountain <laughs> Prism Star, the attacks of your lightning Pokemon, both yours and your opponents, cost one less lightning. So Sapdos actually might actually fight for free, uh, a damage for free if you have Thunder Mountain Prism Star Stadium on. Jolteon only may cost one colorless to do all of its attack with Thunder Mountain uh, uh, Prism Star. And last but certainly not least, you have Valkner, the supporter. Search your deck for an item card and a lightning energy card. Reveal them and put them on your hand. So you, not only you can assure yourself that you're going to have a lightning energy for your turn, you can assure yourself that you're going to have electro power as well for that extra home 30 damage that the deck does. The deck is based about being as speedy as it can. Start KOing things. Those 60 HP uh, a Pokemon that your opponent are putting down with Professor Elm's <laughs> um, uh, lecture, uh, is it? Uh, uh, yeah, Professor Elm's lecture. You, your mission is to knock those baby down before they can even evolve. I'm in love with this deck. You know this deck is coming for a stream. Wait for it. But of course, we're going to talk with the party poopers. I mean, with my co-hosts and see what they think about this amazing godly deck. That Volkner Electro Power Core with you know, damage negation and zero aura hijinks is good. Yeah. Uh, my only complaint is that maybe it doesn't do enough damage at once and yeah. the opponent can capitalize on it. The deck does have a pretty significant weakness to Guzma, uh, which are, you know, these are pretty big holes, but hopefully, as you said, you can get it going quickly enough that that does not matter. Speed is the uh, definitely the word that this deck likes. What about you, Basket? Um, for me, uh, first off, I would like to point out that uh, Chishiro keeps calling it uh, Zapdos Jolteon, but it's called Zapdos Jirachi. Um, <laughs> don't let, uh, don't let his, his fanboyness. Um, <laughs> hey, Jolteon uh, is just as important. Long, like Google search just or as important. Um, <clears throat> but <laughs> other than that, um, it it does seem like a really cool deck and um, I'm always really excited when any Pokemon I like gets any cool thing going on in the TCG. So it's very cool that that's happening for you. Yay. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Other than that, it seems like a solid deck. I would like to see uh, how it plays out, but it seems like a very solid deck. Awesome. So that's basically where the meta is right now. Uh, we have uh, five new decks that we just talked about. Not there's more decks that have been popping up the ground like weeds um, that we have don't have the time to cover in this show, but we will cover them as the month go by. Now, with that being said, let's go and take a quick little break. Uh, and once we come back, we're going to talk uh, talk about our second topic, and that is. Hmm, what decks do we think we wish would have done better? We'll be right back. Hey, Puckalonians, it's Sublime Manic. Can't get enough of your favorite flip-flopping podcast? Then check out our social media. You can find links to our Facebook, Twitter, Reddit, and YouTube all from our website, PuckalPodcast.com. And you can join our Discord to hang out with your favorite hosts and other Puckalonians. Also, check us out at twitch.tv slash thepucklepodcast. And if you have an Amazon Prime account, consider subscribing to our Twitch channel. You can also check us out at YouTube at YouTube slash Puckle Podcast. And we also have a Patreon if you're able to give anything at patreon.com slash Puckle Podcast. 
And we are back, and we're still at Topical Beach, because we're going to discard a little Topical, too, and that'll be, hey, what decks have we wish could have done better? Now, we all always have decks that we wish, that we love to play, that uh, hold a very special place in our hearts, that we are rooting for um, every day, um, but sometimes, or most of the times, those decks actually are not as good as, or does not reach the high, le- the highness or the, the level in which you originally thought they could reach. And we wanted to take our time to each discuss a deck that we each thought would actually was going to be good and going to go places, but stop short of getting there. I'll start, and I'm going to start with Greninja GX. No, I'm kidding. Um, I'm actually <laughs> going to uh, start with a deck that I actually thought had a chance. I never actually thought Greninja had a chance, unfortunately. Uh, and that is Lapras GX. Lapras GX has been in the current meta since it the current meta was born. When Sun and Moon was revealed, Lapras GX was there. People got excited. It was a basic Pokemon with 190 HP. It had really decent good attacks. A really good... Um, uh, GX attack, and it was overall a healthy at- uh, Pokemon card to do. We had many decks around it, but Lapras really, although it had a ma- it had many um, support, it had a lot of Pokemon. It could do great synergy. It never reached the height of reaching first place or at least top four. However, it has reached top eight in a couple of tournaments. And to celebrate Lapras GX and his good old try, uh, college try. Um, to get to top four, we have this Lapras Quagsire deck by Cullum Elliott. Now, this is uh, from the Memphis, uh, Memphis Regional Championships, the junior division. He got to eighth place, top eight with this Lapras deck. Lapras GX consists is three Lapras GX, one Oranguru, and Quagsire. And I stopped to see what the heck Quagsire does. Quagsire has an ability and an attack. Its ability it's pretty darn good. Wash out. <laughs> Get it? Wash out. Never mind. As often <laughs> as you like during your turn, before you attack, you may move a water energy from one of your bench Pokemon to your active Pokemon. So allows you to be able to power up your Lapras immediately. Why is it important to power up your Lapras cons- consistently? Because Lapras main attack, Blessed Burn, does 160 HP for just three water energy. It's a lot of damage, but you can only use it once, and then you are unable to attack with that attack um, the next turn. Hence, that's where Quagsire comes in, because you can retreat your Lapras GX, put a new one, and use La- uh, Quagsire to make sure you power up that second Lapras as quickly as you can. It is paired up with Shining Volcanion. Now, Shining Volcanion is another one that I want to make a quick stop and talk what it does. Shining Volcanion uh, has two attacks, but we're only going to talk about the first one, because it's really one that, we, that really matters, and that is Dual Pump. This attack does 50 damage to two of your opponent's Pokemon doesn't have to be your uh, active your opponent's active Pokemon so uh, it's a great sniper so you can already weaken your opponents from the bench with Volcanion so Lapras can definitely knock him out by the time you get there and then you have the obligatory Tapulele GX although every day is becoming less and less compulsive to have this or uh, obligated to have this and then Volcanion Prism Star as well with Jet Geyser which of course allows you to uh, discard a water energy and your opponent has to switch out, kind of like an escape rope on demand, uh, where you don't have to actually switch out your Pokemon. 
uh, in Sauna Blast, which does a solid 100 to your opponent and then 20 to each one in his bench. Um, the deck speaks for itself. It is all about Lapras and how powerful it is. Now, unfortunately, it only got to 8th place, which is pretty good. Don't get me wrong. But poor old Lapras did not manage to gain a first place. So, Lapras, I salute to you. I wish you would have been a little bit better because I think that you really did deserve it. Um, any comments from you guys for good old Lapras? Yeah, it's good. It's a bit slow. I see why it's not used, but it that like that card art that's cool right i love lapras it's just it has such a beautiful art uh both the gx i actually like the regular gx which is the one we're seeing here if you guys uh uh looking at the same uh notes as i am uh and i actually enjoyed this one more than the full art version cool so, stuff little, little trivia there now let's all move on to the next one uh who wants to go next what deck do you have and I'll go for it. I can go. <laughs> um, I'm I'm thinking about Wishy Washy GX. Pom, pom, uh, <laughs> and this is a really cool one because there's only one uh, Wishy Washy GX, but there are uh, four, uh, no, three different Wishy Washies. Three thousand Wishy Washies. Yeah, and they each have their own ability. And uh, the cowardice one is the one you don't use, but you want the schooling wishy-washy, which lets you swap the wishy-washy, not evolve, but swap the wishy-washy with a wishy-washy GX and any attached cards, damage counters, or anything on the Pokemon go on to the wishy-washy GX. Uh, but it's the meetup wishy-washies that I like. And meetup, for every one that's on your bench, uh, it adds 20 HP to the Wishy-Washy GX in play, and the Wishy-Washy GX does 20 more damage. So I'm thinking you run a schooling Wishy-Washy and three of these, and then it pumps up your Wishy-Washy GX to 290 HP, and you're suddenly doing 80 damage with Water Gun. Uh, This is an example of a deck that can benefit from from Professor's Professor Elm's lecture. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, you get, um, I'd I'd probably do. You, you say we get that uh, Blastoise that's going to be pumping on energy onto it. Mm, yes, I think this is going to be a deck that could really benefit from it because Wishy Washy GX has really powerful attacks that each cost five water energy. It has a Blue Surge GX, which is move all energy from this Pokemon to your bench Pokemon in any way you like. So you can s- change up the wishy-washy you're using. Mm-hmm. And Not to mention Fortnite. the Aqua Patches that also we have that allows you to put damage uh, yeah. energies from your discard pile onto your ba- uh, bench water types. It's good stuff. And Torrential Vortex actually discards special energy from your opponent's active Pokemon. So you could really run a denial deck that's wishy-washy based. It's cool. What I love about Wishy Washy is the fact that its first attack is Water Gun for 20, and then it jumps in for one water <laughs> energy, and then it jumps to five energies doing 120 with Torrential Vortex. I, I just mm-hmm. think it's hilarious. And if you have your supporting Wishy Washies out, then you're going to be doing 180 with, you know, the second attack. Mm-hmm. Of course, this deck is not very good because, um, Decidueye and, Jolteon are around right now and they hit stuff on the bench and you can't really have that whenever you're relying on stuff. Yeah, wishy washies are thirty HP, right? So Jolteon yeah. can Jolteon can knock him out from the yeah. active because it does thirty two mm-hmm. bench. Uh, and Buswalt as well, of course. It's not 
a pretty sight. <laughs> <laughs> it is a risky gamble. But Wishy Washy definitely is a really fun uh, card. And I like its GX attack, uh, honestly, because you do, yes, it costs five energy, it does 220, but then you get to move all of that energy onto your bench Pokemon in any way you like. And then on the next turn, if your if your Wishy Washy is still alive, just Acerola it back. Uh, and put whatever you have. Mm-hmm. You can use. You can even blue search all five energies to another wishy washy GX you had in your bench. Yep, <laughs> you you want to have those schooling wishy washies there. Yeah. Uh, what's really unfortunate is that you can only have four wishy washies in the deck. Otherwise, you run four schooling wishy washies. You run four meetup wishy washies, and you just <laughs> have suddenly you have an amazing deck concept. Yeah. But unfortunately, they're the same Pokemon name, so you're kind yeah. of. That yeah, would just too. be insane. Like throwing mm-hmm. those, like throwing those in the deck, deck too. That'd be insane. Yeah. What does Wishy Washy think he is? Uh, uh, Darkrai. That's <laughs> <laughs> yes, Darkrai. Darkrai GX. Darkrai EX. Darkrai Prison Star. <laughs> you can literally right. make a Darkrai deck just with Darkrai's because of how many Darkrai de- um, guard- cards there exist right now in rotation. Well, not EX, but you get my point. Okay, so. Basket, what do you have? All right, is everybody ready? Are you really ready to I see? Su- I, I don't know if I'm ready right now, to so. see <laughs> the godlike prowess and the perfection. That is it a Jolteon deck? In Jumpluff. Oh, <laughs> Jumpluff. And I am not. And I am. I am not kidding right now. Okay. All right, so Jumpluff. Um. <clears throat> so. It did rank relatively high. Um, it's it's top was twentieth in Roanoke. Mm. I want to see it take something though, because this deck is, in my mind, amazing. Are you by any chance? Are you talking about Lost March? I am, sir. Ooh. I am talking about Lost March. Peak my interest, sir. Continue on. All right. So basically, <clears throat> you've got. Four Hopip, four Skiploom, four Jumpluff, four Trumbeak, three Natu. And the reason why I'm going through that really quickly is because this deck is all about throwing away Pokemon into the lost zone. <laughs> Everything. It's 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 like it's like a hilarious, amazing suicide pact. All to, <laughs> all to power up Jumpluff and Natu. It's amazing. It is Jumpluff so the cult. <laughs> so if any, so if people aren't familiar, Lost March is an attack. It's twenty times, kind of reminiscent of Night March. Um, this you attack never does know twenty. By its name. Yeah, <laughs> this attack does twenty damage for each of your Pokemon except Prism Star Pokemon in the Lost Zone. <laughs> so there are a total of four Jumpluff and three Natu. Natu also has the same attack, the Lost March. Um, so that's a. <laughs> That's a total of seven Pokemon that have the potential to do an amazing amount of damage. And let me just go through it for you real quick, how quickly this thing can get set up. So the uh, the ones with the giant suicide pact are Skiploom and Hopip. Basically, Skiploom's ability, Floral Path to the Sky, once during your turn before you attack, you may search your deck for a Jumpluff, put this Pokemon and they're talking about Skiploom, put this Pokemon and all cards attached to it, which means including Hoppip, into the Lost Zone and put Jumpluff in its place. <laughs> so... <laughs> it feels just, itself. 
yeah. So just based <laughs> just based off of that, um, you could if you have four sets out there, you could have a total of eight Pokemon in the lost zone, which equals out to 160 damage. But it doesn't end there because we also have four Trumbeak, whose ability Mountain Pass. Once during your turn before you attack, if this Pokemon is in your hand, you may reveal it. If you do, look at the top card of your opponent's deck and put this Pokemon in the lost zone. So nobody cares about looking at the top card in the opponent's deck. Honestly, <laughs> if, I'm, if I'm playing this, I'm just like, thanks, Trumbink, and I just throw them away. Because <laughs> that's what you want. So that's a that's four more Pokemon that are just dying to die in the lost zone. And so then it throws it up to 240 damage. So basically you have <laughs> you have Hoppip, Skiploom, and Trumbink who are just destroying themselves for the mighty glory of Jumpluff. <laughs> 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 it's no longer Whimsicop. Whimsicop is no longer Queen. Now it's all behold Jumpluff. <laughs> yeah, it looks like Spinarak can also set itself for the Lost Zone for a Grass Energy. Yeah, but we don't deal with that in this. <laughs> <laughs> that's too much that's too much work because this deck only has seven energies it has um it has four double colorless and three grass which nice. um and there's no um uh also no spinner rack there's no mm, spinner rack yeah, in the yeah. deck um you're just you just got those three grass energies just so that jump bluff can power it up and, and start going and then your deck running not to and then you have the double colorless for Natu. Yeah. That takes out Buzzwool if you get high enough. Man, oh, that's yeah. so good. And instead of being uh, 30 damage, this is 40 damage per thing. Like, rather than Night March, it's 40 damage per thing in the Lost Zone. That's wow. super cool. Uh, and not to mention, this deck has really cool flavor. Uh, think of Hopip and Skiploom in the anime. These are Pokemon that are created in mass and then fly over the ocean. And presumably, you know, a, a lot of them never make it to the yeah, next landmass. <laughs> <laughs> so they're lost forever in the ocean. Or wow. How <laughs> and the winners get to evolve to become Jumpluff. <laughs> and use and use the spirit of everyone who has died in order to power up its attack. The memory of their fallen comrades. That's good stuff. That's great stuff right there. And and let me not forget, because this is also amazing, and it just adds to the fact that we are literally killing these Pokemon every time. There is a a trainer item card called Lost Blender. Put two cards from your hand into the Lost Zone if you do draw a card. God, blender and everything. So you're literally just throwing every Pokemon that's not Jumpluff or Natu into a blender. Just so it's <laughs> the Lost Zone. And hey, you get to draw a card. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's great. I mean, if you want to get super into it, you could look at Trumbeak as like an exotic bird where that's being pushed out of its you know habitat by non-native species <laughs> relegated to the Lost Zone. <laughs> Wow. It's become really dark really quick. <laughs> That's great. No, uh, uh, Lost March is one that I am surprised it hasn't done better right now, but I suspect that give it a couple of more months and Lost March would actually be a big thing soon. 
I think this is one of those decks that needs a little bit of more time in the oven to cook. And then someone's going to come up with an amazing version. It's going to pilot it all the way to top eight and top four soon. So uh, stay tuned and keep a, keep an eye out on this one. Because it's, it's going places. Or not. It might die in its way there. <laughs> oh, and really, really quick, before we, um, uh, before we mm-hmm. move on, um, I just want to say the reason why there's no uh, uh, pick-a-peck in this deck is because uh, because of Ditto Prism Star, um, which you can only have one of, but it but the deck also carries rescue stretchers in order to get that Ditto back. Yeah. So, I mean, it, once it, it dies, looks... it goes to the lost zone, though. Ditto because it's a yeah. Prism Star. Well, I think uh, Ditto is more used to substitute <laughs> for Hopips because Trumbeat can be discarded from your hand to go. Yeah, to the exactly. Lost zone. Because Trump yeah. can, yeah, right. you can you're just right. use, yeah, use its ability to yeah. to look, and then it goes straight to the lost zone. It reminds me of Night March, of course, because Night March has those Lampards. Uh-huh. Nobody freaking nobody played a Lampard on Night March. Those yeah. Lampards went directly over to the discard pile thanks to a right. battle compressor. So, mm-hmm. so Trump Beak plays the part of uh, of Lampard there. So yep. that's pretty funny. Now. Sad face. <laughs> uh it's our uh decks we wish that uh could have done better and might still do better but they 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 need a little work before we get there now guys i'm gonna move on to the next segment and that is of course trainer smell and deck of the episode all in one this is where you guys submit your suggestions for the deck and we choose which one becomes deck of the episode so we'll, we'll be right back and we are back. This is Trainer Smell deck of the episode where you guys submit your suggestions for deck of the episode. We'll read them here on the show, give our little two cents, and see if we like them. The best deck uh, or the deck with the most votes wins deck of the episode. So let's go ahead and start this baby up. Scrawn. Take it away with All the first right. one. All right. We got this one's from the Real EV. What's up, everyone? Hope you're doing well. So I wanted to send this in last minute email just to give my thoughts on the meta right now. I think this is the healthiest meta we've had in a long time. We have seen a rock-paper-scissor matchup for a long time, probably since black and white. We could see just about any deck place well now. I mean, we have a kind of rock-paper-scissors with some of the bigger decks like Zoroark, Malamar, and Baby Buzzwool, but just about anything can come in and swing heavy. Not to mention, you can build a decent deck out of a lot of starter decks now. Well, that's all I got to say, and here's a deck for deck of the episode. You might have seen this on the decklist dump on Discord, but I wanted to hear what y'all had to say about it. The deck is called All Shucks. (laughs) On this deck, we have a a lot of Pokemon. Um, We've got Shuckle, GXs, Normal Shuckles, Tapu Bulu, Savipers, and Delmize, in addition to the typical Tapu Leles. Uh, looks like in this case, uh, Evie is trying to capitalize on either Paradise Converse Conservation Areas to get out the Shuckles and Delmizes. Um, additionally, uh, the Survivors makes the Poison from Shuckle GX a lot more potent. I definitely see that. Uh, my, my concern with this deck is I don't see Delmize doing a whole lot of work. And yeah, uh, it seems seem like it's kind of out of uh, yeah. Delmize kind of kind of seems like it's out of uh, 
out of its environment. Uh, of course, for guys at home that doesn't know, Shuckle GX attack is uh, is uh, triple poison. So if you po- you poison your opponent and then he takes thirty damage instead of uh, uh, of ten uh, between turns, and then Surviper has the ability. Uh, uh, more poison, which allows for one more damage counter for each Zviper you have on your bench. So let's say you have two Zvipers in your deck, in your bench, and then you're talking with Shuckle, then your opponent will be taking 50 damage each turn for poison, basically. That's good. Uh, a lot of more Pokemon can do a lot more damage faster. Yeah, the, the, the problem with these stats... Uh, or status-oriented decks is always the same one. They're always going to have the same critique. What about Guzma? What about Switch? What about literally evolving? Anything that you can think of that can definitely... Now, of course, there's way around some of those, like evolving. There is a stadium, I believe, that when you evolve, it doesn't get rid of anything that the Pokemon had. So you have that going. I don't even remember the name of that of that uh, stadium right now because nobody plays it. Uh, <laughs> the only poison deck I know right now that can do enough damage to kind of make it worthwhile is Tox Apex. Mm. It can do uh, six damage counters, I believe, a turn. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and of course, it's still gonna, you know, you do this, you have the setup, you do 50 damage or 60 damage using your Shuckle. And Shuckle does have the ability that coming back, if your opponent has two or less energy attached to it, it can't really damage Shuckle. So that's good because it gives him some protection against some Pokemon out there that might knock him out really quick. But however, again, depending on uh, depending on Poison is still pretty dicey, considering that Poison is just something so easy to get rid of. But we do have a resident Poison expert, a status effect expert, Basket. Do you have any two cents? Um, honestly, uh, I, okay. I love the idea of the stick. Um, I love, I love messing around with poison in the TCG. Um, but it seems, it seems like it's probably a whole lot of fun to play when it's working and probably a super frustrating when it's not. Uh, that's, that's about, that's about my two cents on it. Mm-hmm. I think that he's got, He's got everything he needs to really go to town on this deck, but it's it it's it's not going to win a tournament, but it's going to be a lot of fun. It's, yeah, it's just it's, missing that ex that 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 oomph of knocking out an opponent whenever you yeah. need to. It just everything requires you to stack. You have to stack the poison. You have to stack the survivors. You have to stack everything, and you some most of the times in TCG you just don't have enough time to stack anything. So um, I'm liking it, but it's not the only deck. Oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say, and unfortunately, um, uh, in order for something like this to work, um, I would want Shuckle GX to have more HP because um, it's it's currently sitting at 170. Mm-hmm. So maybe. And I don't normally recommend this, but uh, maybe throwing in some of those, uh, what is it, the dumbbell things? Uh, the items yeah. that like increase but, the health? Yeah, but dumbbells only apply to stage ones. Oh, you're right. right. Oh. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's a really cool idea. It just doesn't seem like uh, Shuckle GX could really withstand a whole yeah. lot to me. 
Yeah. And no, don't get me wrong. Don't get us wrong. Uh, we haven't mentioned the trainers, which he does have some crushing hammers for uh, yeah. energy uh, deleting. He does have a few things that might help, um, such as poison barb as well. However, mm-hmm. I still think that even with that support, even with the crushing hammers, I don't even see some enhanced hammers here, which we could it could use. Um, I, I'm just not seeing this deck doing well. But we could be yeah. wrong. The best advice for this would be to throw as many hammers as in there as you can. So, mm-hmm. yeah, there's the four crushing hammers. I would throw in, like Tashiro, <clears throat> like Tashiro suggested, um, more hammers on top of that to get it, like, really so you're disrupting exactly. everything the player's doing to give you as much time as possible. Correct. Because if you can't kill your opponent fast enough, you might as well slow him enough towards the poison that you're doing him is actually doing damage. And the way you slow your opponent down is by eliminating the energies he is required. Now, the good thing about uh, Shuckle is that the fact that if you maintain your opponent with less than two en- two energies or less, then he can't really damage your Shuckle. Um, exactly. And I guess that's the point of the Crushing Hammers. I just feel that with four just four Crushing Hammers and nothing else really, uh, at least trainer-wise that I'm seeing, uh, I don't know how much you can get there uh like i said delmai seems like to be the odd one uh in this deck i mean it's able to with powerful spin it is able to do 130 hp which i believe is the maximum damage you can do in this deck uh the the highest damage you can do i believe so unless you you put like a a tons of energy on that tapu lily which you probably won't have uh but yeah that's basically all we can say. But it's not the only deck, guys. We have one more to discuss. I'll take it over, which is none other than Claude 9. And he only writes the deck and its title. Dunfan Rollout. Now, Dunfan Rollout is interesting. It's basically based on four Fampies and four Dunfans. Of course, for you, those of you at home that do not know what Dunfan does, Dunfans has an ability and an attack. Its ability is sturdy if this Pokemon has a full HP and will be knocked out by damages from your attack. For, from an attack, this Pokemon is not knocked out and its remaining HP becomes 10, just like in the video game. Rolling Spin... <laughs> Rolling spin for uh, one fighting energy and two uh, colorless for 70 damage. It does during your next turn. This Pokemon rolling spin attack does 70 more damage. So the more it continues, the more damage it does. Now, that combined with you got some Ditto power there. Prism Star Ditto to evolving into either Donphan, Lycanroc GX, which is part of this deck as well. You have that. You got the baby bus world, which allows you to do a ton of damage if you're upon, if you have four uh, prices remaining. You have the sun and moon oranguru to make sure you keep drawing if, uh, and you don't have less than three cards in your hand. And then, of course, you got the Diancy Prism Star, which is the Diancy that allows you to uh, that adds twenty more damage to all of your fighting Pokemon. Um, and Lycanroc GX, which of course is for the extra Lysander uh, card ability. <laughs> you play Lycanroc and you force your opponent to switch to whatever card you choose. And of course it has a Mars Shadow, a baby Mars Shadow, which is the one that when you play it, it's basically a red card. Uh, a judge actually, which you both draw four cards. Now, you Dunfan... Deal 70 damage, and it deals 70 damage more if you were able to attack the second turn with the same attack 
with Don Fan. Now, what do we have that could definitely help that? Well, we do have that Hustle Belt. Hustle Belt says if the remaining HP of a Pokemon this uh this card is attached to is 30 or less, it's attacked to 60 more damage to your opponent's active Pokemon. So if you're able to hit 30, a uh, Don Fan gets 30 active and it remains 10 HP and you add a Hustle Belt to this bad boy and it's the second turn it's attacking that means that it's doing a beautiful 200 damage a pop each time it attacks <laughs> so that's beautiful damage right there of course you're talking it's 200 damage from a 10 hp done fan god knows how long it has after that <laughs> uh and that's where the balance in this deck uh has um, it also contains a Brooklyn Hill for getting those fighting Pokemon out fast. You got some Nest Ball, some Cynthia's for some uh, good draw power. Guzma, which is always necessary in every deck. You got some Ultra Ball, some Lily's Shrine of Punishment. Because if you notice, there's no GX other than Lycanroc GX in this deck. So you can uh, really uh, capitalize on Shrine of Punishment and punish your opponent for playing some GX cards. And the Experience Share which allows you to grab some energies from Pokemon that die. Remember that Don Fan is dying. It only has 10 HP, so anything that has an experience share can definitely receive those energies from Don Fan before he dies. And Adventure Bag, which Adventure Bags allows you to search your deck for two tools, reveal them, and put them on your hand. Overall, this deck, uh, what I can see, it just handles Don Fan for it to do as maximum damage as it can. Uh, and not even caring for its own life. It's just a bulldozer. It is going to flatten you whether it costs its life or not. What do you guys think about this deck? Uh, let's start with you, Basket. So I really like it a lot. Um, I think that if you can find a way to throw in some choice bands in there, this deck will super shine, as well as what you were also talking about. What was the card you said again, Jishiro? Oh, the Hustle Belt? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, because those two things, they're going to help you out a lot. You can use one straight off the bat, throw the, throw the other one on an, like, throw the other one on another one that you're about to send out or something like that. Like Oh, experience. Think, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I think that finding a way to be able to switch those out and potentially remove the item and throw a different one on would be a huge advantage. For this deck, um, I know that I know that there's ways to get items off. I don't know if is it only that one Pokemon, or is it, or is there another way? Well, f- uh, Field Blower allows you to get rid of your own items if you That's need right. to. Yeah, yeah. There you go. So just throw in some Field Blower. Um, <clears throat> use the use the Choice Band on your first. Throw out the Field Blower. Get rid of it. Throw on the other one. You're doing a lot of damage really fast, really quick, and. I think that would be a really cool thing to try and add. I don't know. I've never played this deck, so I don't know how well that would work. And if there's something and that if like taking something out would damage the deck a whole lot. But I like trying that idea out. Mm-hmm. Um, but but yeah, I think I think it's super cool. Um, at the very least, adding the uh, again, Jashiro, the card that you were talking about. Uh, hustle, uh, hustle Belt. Yeah, the Hustle Belt. At the very least, adding some Hustle Belts in there would super help. Definitely. Um, so, uh, what about you? Uh, um, oh my God. 
All I've got to say about I was gonna, it. I was going to say Sigma first and then Sublime <laughs> first until I finally got to the another oh, S name. So I'm the third choice. <laughs> uh, all I've got to say about this no. deck <laughs> Go is ahead. Uh, three words. Dawn fans, roll out! <laughs> Optimus Prime style. <laughs> that's pretty awesome so that's it guys so which one we got two decks which one do you guys vote for deck of the episode uh i'm a don fan don fan i think don fan takes the cake uh claude nine you were deck one deck of the episode it's gonna be featured on the um on the description and of course on reddit and on facebook as well so thank you so much for uh, sending your emails and the really v i uh, really want to send a big old thank you to the really v the really v has really been a great support to to us on the show he's able to do research for me uh and able to help me out and build this uh this show for you now now that we finished trainer mail we are on to the end of the episode i have two big announcements uh, and and they they pro- you probably won't like either of these announcements but trust me it's for the better of the episode of the show number one big announcement is notice that i didn't say we're going to everyone's favorite pokemon 15 questions that's because unfortunately we're going to retire pokemon 15 questions from the tcg cast it is now going to be taken over by uh professor snag at game corner and it's going to be one of the major um games over there in game corner so i really suggest you guys go see it i uh uh, uh pokemon 15 questions is one of my babies uh i uh, i i brought it into the show uh, i um i nursed it i loved it i love playing it but it does have a home and that home is game corner uh, and i have to single-handedly say that pokemon Pokemon trivia exists Thanks to Pokemon 15 Questions, because Pokemon 15 Questions came first, and it was a hit. And that's how we gave birth to Pokemon uh, Puckle Trivia over at the Puckle Podcast. So thank you so much, for guys, for your support on that. Um, again, Pokemon 15 Questions is not dead. It just has a new home, a home where it can play with its other game uh, game friends over at Game Corner. So stay tuned to that and, and please do not miss the next Game Corner with Professor Snag. The second announcement that I have for you guys is that Puckle TCG is going back to its monthly uh, schedule. Um, we really want to f- do our best to provide you a really, really good show and we we sat down, me and Thatch and the rest of the crew, we sat down and we discussed and we think that going back to once a month would really give us enough time uh, to put to pour as much love and dedication to the show, to, uh, to one big show. Notice that this, this show is already more than an hour. We're no longer going to restrict ourselves to be less than an hour as we did when we were two twice uh, a month. We're, gonna re- we're not going to do that, but we are going to do once a month so we can dedicate and give you guys a quality show that you really deserve and you really want. So those two things uh, are my uh, cleanup, my uh, my uh, backstage announcement that I had to say. Other than that, as always, guys, if you like what you listen, if you like what we do here, remember we have other shows. We have the main flagship Puckle Podcast every Monday with our leader Thatch. Over there, as well as the Game Corner, the TCG cast, and the Battle cast going at Puckle Plus as well. Excuse me. If you want to follow us other than the podcast, you can do so at our Twitter at Puckle Podcast. 
We have our Twitch. You will find me, Thatch, and maybe other hosts soon, which will stream every week. So do not miss that as well at, at Puckle Podcast, the PucklePodcast.twitch. And our uh, two things are Patreon, if you can, if you have the extra dough, please go to our Patreon, become a Patreon. Every single cent that you get to go, Puckle goes back right up back at you guys with more events, more prices, and better equipment for the show. And if the best information that you can ever have is our Discord. If you guys love Pokemon, if you guys love Puckle, if you guys are just looking for good friends to talk about all things Pokemon, go to our Discord channel. The link is always on our description uh, uh, bar right below our this podcast. And there you can always find someone to trade battle either video game, uh, TCG, um, showdown, no matter what, you will always find someone to do anything Pokemon with on our Puckle Discord 24 hours a day. So please go ahead. That's where all the awesome thing happens. That's where all our giveaways happen. That's where all our events and tournaments happen. It's on our Discord. So if you're one of our listeners but not active, you don't even actually have to be that active in Discord. You just have to be in our Discord. You don't have to talk if you don't want to. But if you want to... Uh, all our giveaways and prizes and in tournaments and you want to participate in all that you have to do that through our discord so with that being said you might already be listening to the guitar in the background scrawn it's always a pleasure to have you on the show thank you so much it is my pleasure sir jushiro and of course basket you are the man as always Thank you very much, and it's good to be talking to the Puckle Peeps again. Of course, and with that, it is closing time, ladies and gentlemen. Have a good night, and on It's closing time in Lavender Town. Time to say our goodbye.
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.